This episode of Proper English is brought to you by phrasal verbs to do with shopping and the idiom a bull in a china shop. Ah, shops. I remember them well, Dave. Throughout the pandemic, we've continued to go to the supermarket and market for food and other essentials, but it's been a while since we browsed in any other kind of shop, hasn't it, Ali? It has. All browsing has to be done online at the moment, which is okay, but you can't try any clothes on. And there it is, our first phrasal verb for today's subject. We can put clothes on and we can try them on. When we get dressed in the morning, we put on whatever we've chosen for the day. I'm wearing a rather nice stripy top and jeans. You are. When we try something on, we're checking to see if it fits and if it suits us before we buy it. Have you ever got stuck in something you were trying on in a fitting room? No. Can't say that I have. <laughs> well, I suppose thinking about it, it mainly happens if you're trying on dresses. Not happened. It's happened to me a couple of times. I've looked at myself in the mirror and then gone to try and take it off and got stuck. Crikey. Yeah, it's quite a stressful moment. I can you imagine. <laughs> you realise that your options may be to rip it, which means you'll probably have to buy it, leave it on, in which case you'll definitely have to buy it, or call an assistant to help you, which is probably the most humiliating scenario. So what did you do? Well, I can't actually remember. Well, I'm being Sherlock Holmes here. You're not currently wearing a dress with a broken zip and the price tag on it, so I'm guessing you managed to extract yourself from it. <laughs> and the phrasal verb for this would be to take off. If you're shopping in-store but you don't want to try the clothes on, you need to check at the till if you can take them back if they don't fit. Yeah, you need to do this before the items are rung up on the till. We use ring up when we're talking about getting in contact with someone on the phone. But in this instance, it means that the item has been scanned into the cash register. Now, if you like a bargain like me, then you'll probably shop around. Oh yeah. You can do this on or offline. Yeah, it just means that you're going to compare the price of the same or similar goods to see which store has the best price. Always worth doing with electronics and home appliances. Yeah, you might find that one particular retailer is having a sale and that they've marked some prices down. For us Brits, when the price of something has been reduced, we say it's in the sale. We might go to the sales in January, but our North American cousins use the phrasal verb on sale to indicate that the price has been reduced. Ah, yes, for us, on sale means the same as for sale. A retailer may decide to sell off a particular line of stock. That means they want to get rid of the last of a product and they'll reduce the price so that they sell out quickly, giving them room to put out new products. That in turn should eventually lead to them selling out or running out of those items, meaning that they are all gone. Now this might be permanent, like they've sold out of those televisions and they won't be getting any more of them in stock. Mm. Or it might be temporary. The bakers have sold out of donuts for today, but they'll make more to sell tomorrow. Donuts. Oh. Mm. If there's a special occasion coming soon, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, 
my birthday, for instance, you might want to splash out on something special for me. Ah, you mean I might want to spend a lot. Oh, I yeah. could I could shell out on something that you really want. Yeah. I'll, I'll need to save up, though, so that I can afford it. Something small, but expensive. <laughs> and maybe we'll fork out for a weekend away somewhere. Oh, that would be nice. Do you think we'll be able to travel again by then? Maybe within Portugal, yeah. But I guess we're unlikely to be jetting off to some tropical paradise for a while yet. No, and a big holiday like that would really set us back a few euros. Uh, very costly. If you're shopping online, you may need to sign in or log in to your account with the retailer. And if it's someone you've not bought from before, do some research because you don't want to get ripped off. No. You need to be careful. Read the reviews if there are any. You saw those gorgeous gloves advertised, didn't you? Swedish gloves, or so we thought. <laughs> oh yeah. In fact, they had nothing to do with Sweden except for the name. And people had left reviews saying how they didn't ever arrive. Or if they did, the sizes were all over the place. If you're out in the real world, you might decide to go window shopping. That's a funny expression, isn't it? Going shopping for windows. <laughs> no, <laughs> it just means looking in shop windows at things. I know. But not necessarily buying them. Do you go in the shop, though? I guess technically no, but I think most people who are window shopping will also go in the odd shop, won't they? Well, they might pop in for a quick look. Oh, it's such a British expression. Pop in. <laughs> and while we're there, we'll have a look round. Oh, yes. The wireless headphones in the window caught my eye. But while I was in the shop, I thought, I might as well have a look round while I'm here. <laughs> and ended up buying a sandwich toaster, a Bluetooth mouse and a pack of AAA batteries. So true. Oh, and we might say I'm just nipping out for some milk. Nipping out. Those were the days. You'd leave the house for one item, unlike now when we only shop once a week and go armed with masks and hand wash. In a real-life shop, you have to queue up or line up so that you can pay for the things in your basket or trolley. Oh, next time you go shopping, Ali, can you pick up some cat biscuits? Will do, Dave. Which ones should I get? Oh, she likes all of them. Maybe just look out for any that are on special offer. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? Anyway... I took our Billy out on Saturday. Oh, I. Oh, he's a right handful these days. Oh, I can imagine. How old is he? Five, but you'd think he was seven or eight by the size of him. Likes his food, does he? Oh, I. But it's not that he's overweight. He's tall and he's got a bit of puppy fat, that's all. Mm, like his dad. He were a big lad when he were young, weren't he? Aye, well, I gave him cod liver oil until he left home. Well, you did right. So where did you take young Billy then? I took him to the swings and then to the swimming pool. Oh, burn off some energy. Aye. Did you give him his tea? Not at my house, no. Last time I had him over, he smashed a bowl. He was in such a hurry to lay the table for me. Then he went running to get the dustpan and brush and tripped over the edge of the rug and landed in me bookcase. Me Agatha Christie's went all over the place. Oh, ah, Billy. 
He means well, doesn't he? Well, but he's like a bull in a china shop, that lad. He is. He really is. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've enjoyed listening in on our conversation. And please make sure you rate and review us on your favourite podcast app, because it helps us get noticed. It would be splendid if you recommended us to a friend. Or a family member. Or a fellow student. It makes us so happy when we get new subscribers. The more the merrier. We also love getting feedback, so why not get in touch? Tell us what you would like us to talk about in future episodes. But how, Alison? How? Well... Our email address is properenglish or one word at sapo.pt or you can get in contact with us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook if you have them. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.